Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two mustached co-hosts. On my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Sup? And on my left, it is Bruce the Tugboat Venditti. How you doing? Christ. (laughs) Go ahead. We have a wild episode for you guys today as free agency is starting to wind down, but actually it just begun. Yesterday at 4 p.m. it officially opened when the new this uh when the NFL New Year started. But for the most part the writing was on the wall well before that and we knew where a lot of guys were going and which trades were happening before they were officially official, I guess. Starting off with the most important position on the field, the quarterbacks. It has gotten to be a complete cluster up until this point. There's a ton of guys still out there. There's a lot of uncertainty. A lot of teams are going to need a quarterback here before the season begins. So teams with question marks at the quarterback position right now are the Colts, the Saints, the Seahawks, the Panthers, and the Browns. And very soon, it could also be the Houston Texans. Now, Deshaun Watson is the name on everyone's mind right now. Currently, he is with the Houston Texans, and he has a no-trade clause in his contract, which means he has taken multiple interviews with a few different teams, including Atlanta, New Orleans, Cleveland, and so on. But he has eliminated at least one of them from contention, and that is the Cleveland Browns. So what does this mean? Well, Kyle Pitts tweeted about 40 minutes ago at 1.05 p.m. It's about to get scary in Atlanta. Funny enough, Kyle Pitts and Deshaun Watson share an agent. So if if there's any player personnel on the Falcons that know anything, it's probably going to be him. He has also today notified the Browns that he is not interested after creating what is a hurricane of shit in Cleveland with Baker now. Cleveland created that themselves by having to come in. Absolutely. But, you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Well, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, who would you pick? Absolutely. I I don't think it's a question on anyone's mind. And I think it's actually kind of petty of Baker Mayfield to not have the self-realization that if they had a chance to go get Deshaun Watson, they'd be doing a disservice to the team not to at least to, to approach at least him. Yeah. yeah. Talk to him. Right. See what he wants. Correct. You know, obviously he doesn't think Cleveland's in a spot that he wants to be in. So, yeah. obviously he's not going to go. I mean, Cleveland's not a bad team. They have I a agree. lot of good players. They do. Uh, they have a good chemistry on their team. Obviously, the wide receiver situation probably gave him the biggest no-no there is. Not to say that Amari Cooper's nothing to shake a stick at, but uh, he just didn't feel it's the right spot for him. Here's the thing with Cleveland. And money, probably. Well, yeah, I, would I think say. finances probably have a lot to do with it. Here's the thing with Cleveland, and I think this is what ultimately scared Deshaun Watson off. Do they have a playoff-worthy roster? Yes. But if there's one thing the Cleveland Browns are known for outside of the dog pound, it's dysfunction. For yeah. years... Cleveland, along with our Detroit Lions, have been the two most dysfunctional, probably worst-run franchises in the NFL. I think that probably scared oh, Deshaun the, the Watson off. The original Cleveland team went to Baltimore. So, 
Well, okay, yeah, that yeah, was 30 really. years ago. But yeah. as of late, in our lifetime, Cleveland has been dysfunctional. Yeah. I think that scared Deshaun Watson off, especially with all of the dysfunction he's gone through himself over the last well, the Houston Texans months. are a shit show. They're a shit show right now. They're a shit show, period. But I'm talking him personally. There's been a yeah, lot. He, it's been a circus a for him. Too. Right. Yeah. So I think he wants to go somewhere that's at least a little more stable than Cleveland. And I think out of the three suitors that remain, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina are all less dysfunctional than Cleveland. So to make matters worse, not only are the Browns out of contention for Deshaun Watson, but... It looks like they're going to be looking for a starting quarterback of their own now. Last night, Baker Mayfield issued a statement that was, I don't know, go look, read it. It's all over social media. Um, Pretty much saying thank you to Cleveland. It sounded like a breakup letter to me. Then he comes out today within the last couple of minutes and requested a trade from the Browns. After the Browns issued a statement earlier, or I don't know if they issued it or was leaked on social media, that they wanted to get a quarterback that was, quote-unquote, an adult. Obviously, Baker took that personally and asked the team for a trade. And in probably the most petty and least adult thing that, like I said, an extremely dysfunctional organization can do, they've now told Baker to essentially fuck off, kiss their ass, and they're not going to trade him. So now they're out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, They have a quarterback who's very upset with them, who's getting paid $18 million this year, and wants to be traded, and he probably ain't going to play. So Sit his ass on the bench. He's going to sit out the year, if I would guess, if the Browns are going to be petty and not trade him, and God knows what the Browns quarterback situation is going to be. So a dysfunctional team gets even more dysfunctional. Now, the Saints had a big cap issue a week ago, which they have resolved. Through restructuring and Incredible. such, Incredible. they have found a way to open up $29 million in cap room, which essentially would get Deshaun Watson there. So at least it's on the table now. They can get him there. Now the question mark is, where will Deshaun choose to go? Correct. If you were him, and I want both of your guys' takes on this, if you were him out of the three remaining teams, New Orleans, Carolina and Atlanta, who would you choose? Is the Colts in on this still or no? Well, they out. Funny that you say that. That was going to be my next point. The Colts actually have a meeting and interview set up with none other than Jameis Winston today. So, so between New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina, Atlanta and Carolina, what's the best fit for him? New Orleans. I don't know about that. No. I don't know about that. I think so. I, New Orleans is sexy. Maybe, maybe Carolina. Well, I guess we all disagree because I think Atlanta would be the best spot for him to go. <laughs> so we're all saying a different team? <laughs> yeah. No, I, well, it makes sense. I mean, the reason why I'm saying Carolina, you still have Christian McCaffrey. Right. Uh, you have a couple good young receivers over there. Nobody to really shake a stick at. But I, I, I think that their, their offense – predicated you see what Sam Darnold did on that offense right and if he could do that with his running ability and Sam Darnold is nowhere near what Deshaun Watson is as a runner absolutely as a runner yeah no what do you think he could do 
as him and McCaffrey as a tandem of a read option type offense to generate points would be would sick. Be, yeah, it would, would be, be sick. Yeah. You got to make bad receivers look great. Yeah, I mean you they know, do have the defense is solid. Their defense right now is yeah. solidified. They're solid now. They do have DJ Moore there, so it's not like there's nobody. But Correct. I, I mean, yeah. he's, he's a stud. Well, that's why I say Carolina. Bruce, you said Nola. To be honest, I just love New Orleans. Always been a fan of the Saints, so I think it's sexy. You big people. Mardi Gras and Beignet guy? You think that's going to No, I was Sean a big Watson? Drew Brees guy. I, so, well, Drew, yeah. Bre- Drew Brees has been retired now, what, two years? Yeah, but this like second year I, I, that whole when they won the Super Bowl. Okay, so you want to see Deshaun Watson go there because of Drew Brees? It's sexy. Yeah, it's sexy. Okay. Well, I think Atlanta's a good fit. One, Atlanta's tearing it down a little bit. I think they let a lot of players walk for a reason. One, they needed to get enough cap room to make this even a possibility. Two, Atlanta's Deshaun's hometown team, and three. I think somebody like Deshaun Watson would increase a guy like Kyle Pitts' stock, who they invested a lot in, dramatically. Kyle Pitts is Brandon Pettigrew. This guy looks like he's running in quicksand. Kyle Pitts also <laughs> had totally overrated. If you're, but if you're Atlanta and you want to build a team, that is true. I think Deshaun Watson's the right guy to build a team around. They have. They do have young talent on that team. I, I just don't see him going to a rebuild after going through the shit he went through here at the te- with the Texans rebuilding, and and they couldn't even rebuild it the fucking right way. It, but if you think about it, and I did, New Orleans has a lot of aging guys and guys with question marks, right? Right. Carolina doesn't really have anybody. No coach. That's I mean, sexy. Atlanta. Matt Rule's in like, place. He's not getting fired. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I think he needs to go somewhere with Listen, he's had so much legal bullshit going on right now for the past year and a half, almost two years. He needs to fucking go somewhere where he's not going to be in trouble. You go to Atlanta, you're going to be there with hometown people, his boys. You're going to get himself in trouble. You might be right. Hot Atlanta. That's a good point. That's the last place you want this yeah, guy the, in. The last is thing anywhere you want to do is fuck up ass. in your hometown, and then everyone fucking hates you. Yeah, yeah. They say Atlanta's the Hollywood of the South, so. Exactly. Who knows? That's the last thing you need to put him in is a situation like that. That's you know? a very, very good point. I didn't I didn't really think of it from that perspective, but that's a good point. I, I like Bruce's take with, with New Orleans. I, I like New Orleans, but I just don't think I, – I, I think his best bet – would be to go somewhere that's not a, 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 a dumpster fire right now. New Orleans is a dumpster fire. Coach is gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, that's true. They need somebody. He needs stability. A little bit. And yep. he didn't have any stability with listen, Houston. Yeah. After uh, O'Brien left uh, right. Houston, there was, there was no stability, dude. It's, yeah. it's a shit show. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, I hope he doesn't sign with any of them. I wanted him to go to Cleveland because – his last three teams are all in the Buccaneers division, and without Deshaun Watson being there, that's an easy six wins a year for the Buccaneers. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, hopefully none of the he doesn't. Anyway, go I don't think you got to worry about that. I, I you know what? It, not a lot of like I said before. Out of all these teams that everybody's talking about, the actual draft capital to get this guy, it's going to cost them three first round picks. Right. Okay. Uh, and is, they almost is be- Atlanta. 
going to basically mortgage the next three drafts for this guy? Is New Orleans going to do that in a rebuild? See, I don't think New Orleans will. I, I, I don't think ultimately either. it's going to come down to that. I don't think New Orleans is willing to give as much Arthur as they're Blank asking. Arthur Blank is getting old there in Atlanta. Yeah. And he wants a Super Super Bowl so bad. That they do it. He might do it. Yeah, he might do it. He might do it. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, it's either, I think it's either Carolina or Atlanta. Yeah. I, I don't really even think New Orleans is in the mix. Well, New Orleans was the front runner as of yesterday. And yeah. But I guess today's a whole other day, so. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, you, know, you know, these guys are wishy-washy. You don't know what they're going to do from one minute to the next. So And, and if, he might get accused again. Who knows? Within the next hour while we're recording, we'll fill you in on it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. As far as other quarterbacks are concerned, some guys that are available or will be available, uh, Jameis Winston, who, like we said, is interviewing with Indianapolis today. I don't really know why, but – uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, everything is pointing towards the fact that he is going to become available, that the 49ers are going to move into the Trey Lance era. And I don't know how I feel about Trey Lance, but if you invested what you invested in him, you got to give him the shot. So I move think up they'll the move way on. they did in the draft right. to get him, they better start playing him now. He needs the experience, so he ain't going to get it sitting on the bench. And I was sitting here going through this in my head. Where do you think it's a good landing spot for Jimmy G? I mean, is it just whoever doesn't get Deshaun Watson? Is he just is, possibly is Garoppolo the consolation prize to the Watson sweepstakes? Might be. I think that'll end up happening. I think he'll end up in the same division. Although I've been Brady. hearing that that Colin Kaepernick has been posting videos of him. Supposedly, he's in the best shape of his throwing life, throwing yeah. the ball and and whatnot. That one person reported that. Yeah, I'm sorry. One person said that, like, in the original video that you're talking about. Correct. Yeah, it was. A no, report, well, he's working out person. this, that, and the other yeah. thing. He, he, it's every year around this time when he, for the past three years, comes in the league and says he wants to play football. He doesn't think he's a backup. He thinks he's going to go in and start for somebody and make thirty million dollars a year. Hell so man. that's his aspirations. Another quarterback who's available out there and is really interesting to me is Marcus Mariota. I feel like every time he's been in a situation in the NFL so far, they haven't been 100% all in on him. And most likely, I think he'll probably end up somewhere as a backup. But out of the backups that are out there, he's probably the most viable one. Like, let's be real. The Giants signed Tyrod Taylor yesterday. I thought- and Marcus Mariota is still yeah. out there. Yeah. They spent uh, two years, $18 million on Tyrod Taylor wow. and Marcus Mariota still out there. Personally, if I'm a GM, I'm taking Mariota if I want a veteran backup over Tyrod. If you go back where when he was starting in Tennessee, he lost his job to Tannehill, man. I know. What does that tell you? Well, I think Tua and Marcus Mariota, to me, are very similar guys. And ultimately, if Miami makes the investment in Tua and tries to build around him, he could work. Mariota never really got a team that built around him. And as soon as he, I feel like he's, as soon as he started to get into his rhythm, Tannehill came about and they just jumped ship. Well, here's the thing. He got injured. Tannehill stepped in, basically never let the job go. Right. So that happens. Absolutely. That happens to guys. 
And you know, it's when no he's, different than Alex Smith getting hurt. Right. You know, and he got hurt. Kaepernick got his shot. Yeah. You know, Multiple and, uh, we, Super Bowl. we know what happened there. I mean, within a year, he went to a Super Bowl and then he was on the street looking for a job. Um, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> and when he ended up in Oakland, there were question marks about Derek Carr, and Derek Carr stepped up to the plate and solidified himself as the starter there. Obviously. So, I feel like Mariota should get a chance to play somewhere. Yeah, well, he might get a chance. You don't know. A lot of these teams are moving on from these quarter, this quarterback carousel yeah. shit that we keep seeing. A lot of teams are moving on from that. You might see a bunch of these guys out of a job completely. Yeah. Yeah. I was That I- damn well could happen. Listen, unless training camp starts, guys get hurt, some of these guys are going to be on the outside looking in. That's that's what it's going to come down to. Well, I was surprised Tyrod wasn't one of those guys. I'm surprised he's still playing in the NFL. Yeah, I was just to be honest okay. with you. He can't stay healthy. His game is nice, but he kind of runs around, gets himself hurt. You know, he's a lot like Teddy Bridgewater. Same way, Bridgewater. Same way. Good player. Just can't like stay the on the modern field. Modern RG three, huh? Well, RG three, RG three was what RG three it was. I he mean, was way more injury prone. Who? Uh, RG3. RG3 took one shot in his career. It was from, uh, what was his name? The big giant dude from Baltimore. Haloti Nada. Tackled him, blew his knee out. He was never the same ever since. Period. End of story. Switching positions here. There are a lot of decent running backs still available. Uh, starting off with Leonard Fournette. He's not available. He's going to re-sign with the Bucks. I agree. Come on. I agree. You really I think, think that he's Tom's not gonna make a push to keep the band he's together. He's not going anywhere. Lenny touchdown. Jesus Christ. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. What do you think there, Schmuck? You think he's I going mean, anywhere? Probably not. Do you, I don't think so. Do you yeah, think his I, stock's gone up over the last two years though? Like absolutely. He's if, a monster. Right. If if somebody offers him the money, does he jump ship or does he try and keep the band together? No, he's gonna try to get another championship. He's yeah. not stupid. Nah. He's not dumb, dude. He's, Listen, he's got money. Yeah, but he's, he's still, a top pick. He's still young enough to where I think he could end up chasing the bag. I think at this point, championship would be worth more to him than the numbers. Well, here's hoping, because I would love to see him back. I'm going to just tell you right now, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they'll do what they have to do to re-sign him. Now, Ronald Jones, on the other hand, who's also a free agent, he might be on the outside looking in. I think so. And I like Ronald Jones. So do I. So do I. I think he runs hard. He doesn't have Fortnette's. Straight line. Straight line, but yeah, quick, he runs yeah. hard. I liked Ronald Jones as well. I think him and Fournette are very good at complementing each other. Yes. Like, they're that's a solid back. They got Gio Bernard. That's true. You, you've seen them, what they did down the end of the stretch of last year. They were really working Bernard in. Yeah. So he's the third down guy. He's not going anywhere. I think Jones is going to be the odd man out. Well, and I think Brady's comfortable with Gio Bernard back there. Yes, because it's well because good he's experience. got somebody. Right. it's his James White. Correct. Should I keep going yes. or no? Yeah, it's somebody Thank who you. makes him feel good about being back there. <laughs> but for Lenny, it's like, I'm sorry, you're playing with the greatest quarterback to ever. Oh work. God damn! Absolutely. Can, can we just talk about the position? And Stop. the whole thing I'm, is, I'm just saying that's like, it's got to be in his mind, right? You know, you know, Brady and Fournette have a very solid rapport already. I think they trust each other, so I think he'll end up back there. But if somebody throws a bag at him, I think he could also go. Chase I don't think him, he's so. going anywhere. You're going to make more money as a Super Bowl champion than you will as a normal guy. Well, Believe me. 
Somebody else who's bounced around a little bit and got ran out of his job by a couple good younger backs is Melvin Gordon. Obviously, uh, Denver, that wasn't his fault. No, Denver found a couple of guys who really worked out. Uh, Javonta Williams pretty much solidified monster, himself yeah. as the starter. Yeah. He had a monster year last year. Where does a guy like Melvin Gordon go? It's late in his career, and he hasn't been extremely effective over the last few years. I'm trying to break down in my head where a guy like Melvin Gordon fits. There's a couple places that he could he could kind of slide to that you, you you would never expect. One is Kansas City. I wouldn't wow, be surprised if they that. take a look at him. Well, supposedly, Interesting take. supposedly, the 49ers and Chargers have both shown interest in him. And Gordon? Yes. So he could be Austin Eckler's backup, and Possible. it could be Elijah Mitchell's backup. I think he fits better in Frisco. Well, any back's going to fit better. Right. Let's go. Yeah. I that think him. Shanahan offense is just predicated around the run. Yeah. And I think Melvin Gordon's still got enough gas in the tank to be well, split a good complimentary back. these carries with Williams there in Denver helped him. Right. That helped him. Because you remember the last year or so he was in San Diego at the time, he was getting banged up. Yeah. He couldn't stay healthy. He was, yeah. he was getting banged up constantly. Well, being the guy. And he's at the point in his career where he's going to split time wherever he is. I, I think just about every back in the league, other than Derrick Henry, you're going to split time. Yeah. I think the league's definitely rolling towards that running back. And, by and committee. they should. They should. And, yes. Just that's to keep a, the guys that's a healthy. Hell of a position, man. Keep them on the field, you know? Yeah. So I think Elijah Mitchell, Melvin Gordon, and then you throw Debo Samuel back there every once My in a God. while. Yeah. Ooh. That's, yeah. uh, that's interesting. Awesome. Fantasy breakout last year. Cordero Patterson my is dog. a free agent. Now, I think, hypothetically, if Watson goes there, I think they'd resign him. Could you imagine those two? Possible. That's very possible. Could you imagine those two back there? That would be something to see. Though. That would be that would be the because greatest his, show on his turf. His numbers could jump off the charts. Yes. Big time. Yes. There's another place he could wind up, and you never know. Because I'll tell you what, Bill Belichick I, loves yeah, there we go. Cordero Patterson. Yep. He loves him because he's very versatile. Don't be surprised if he works his way back into New England. I wouldn't be. It could be. I could think happen. outside of Debo, Cordero's probably the most versatile player in football. I agree. So I agree. He's his stock's going to be high. He probably wants to get paid after the year he had last year. In the beginning of the year, he was Debo before Debo became Debo. Correct. He was the wide he, back he was before like Debo. Yeah. Before Debo. Yeah. Kind of circled his way in there so for fantasy purposes it'll be really interesting to keep an eye on him because he blew it up last year he was running back what two for the first half of the season oh yeah and he finished in the top four top five yeah so that'll be interesting a couple other names that are out there uh Rashad Penny is a free agent yeah Got knocked out of a job by Chris Carson I think when Seattle took well, him Car Carson's an animal Carson is an animal when Seattle took him they had a lot of promise for him, and it didn't really pan out because well, they got a couple young. other young backs that are yeah. playing behind Penny now. They really didn't need him. No, they didn't. Now, is, is he a solid guy? He's a solid guy. Where he's going to end up, he might be on the outside looking in. Right. Especially this upcoming draft's got a three or four decent backs in it. This guy, either he signed somewhere or he might be on the outside looking in. Well, another Could guy, be a lot of guys like that. Well, yeah, I was going to say, another guy who's very similar to that, Sonny Michelle. Yeah. 
You know, I don't know where he really fits in. I, I don't know anything how, anymore. How guys could be a Super Bowl, yeah, MVP, and then be on the street, right? I and mean, he could be one of them. He could be one of them. Coming off of a Super Bowl win, right? And then after years of success in New England, and now he might get traded, not have a job. Listen, if Bill Belichick trades you, he doesn't trust you. That's true. And that's it. The bottom line on it. Well, the Tennessee Titans have released one of the biggest names in football who's been declining over the last couple of years, but wide receiver Julio Jones is officially a free agent. Now, he had some injury issues his last year in Atlanta. They transpired into this year. He did have issues staying on the field this year. He's not all that effective anymore. If you go back three or four years, Julio Jones was – up there battling it out in your Devontae Adams talk for the best receiver in football. Now, he's getting cut. Life comes at you fast, but... He's a big contract. He is, well, at the end of the day, he's going to have to take what he can get now. Correct. Now now it's going to tell you where he's at in his career. Right. And the only people that are going to take a chance on this guy are are teams that, that are established. I don't think he's going to play on a rebuild. I don't think he wants to do that. I don't think he does At this point, is his career, he's looking for championship. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Throw him in there. You send him downfield. Obviously, obviously Tennessee thought, you know what? We're comfortable with our team. We really don't need him. Because he wasn't on the field half the time last year. Well, speaking of not going to a rebuild and going to a competitor, supposedly – Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is courting him. Oh God! As Damn is it. as is Sean McVay. So your two teams from the Super Bowl last year are both showing interest in this guy, and I think if, I I don't see Jones going to Tampa Bay. Why? I just don't. He replaces your Antonio Brown situation from last year. But they're two different mm-hmm. guys. Absolutely. Julio Jones is Mike Evans. Correct. Exactly. Why? Why would you draft another Mike Evans? Well, because. Or why would you? Why would you even bring another Mike Evans in? Or bring that liability in? They got Godwin's coming back. They don't need him. Right. But it. They. So the they Buccaneers just signed uh, the kid from Atlanta. Yes, but this was the the downfall of the Buccaneers last year was injuries, and their yeah. wide receiving core by the end of the year was depleted. Yes. When you are in a divisional round of the playoffs and Ty Johnson and Scotty Miller are on the field for you, and that's really all you have with Rashad yeah. Perriman coming in. Okay. You you have to you gotta see if he's willing to take a role like that. And I think he wins. Basically, it'll be like a two or a three. Go get your and I, and I think he's good with that too, as long so. as he wins a championship. So well we know Julio Jones probably isn't going to the Rams now. The Rams have signed Wide receiver Allen Robinson. A lot of people thought he might come home to Detroit. Uh, thank God he didn't. I'm not a big fan of A-Rob, and I just didn't think he was all that great. I think he's very overhyped. Uh, his best years are behind him in Jacksonville. He was pretty ineffective the last few years in Chicago. Granted, everybody's been ineffective in Chicago because it's a shit show, but he signs a three-year deal Forty-five million with thirty million guaranteed. Where does that leave Odell Beckham? Because then you have Cooper Cup. Be- Beckham's going to have some serious, serious rehabbing to do to get himself back 
in time for a season to even start. Well, I think and he's going to miss the that. beginning of the season. Oh, I think he's, yeah. he'll, he'll miss. He's probably going to start the season on the pup list for whoever he signs for. Absolutely. And he won't be activated till week six or seven. So that actually could be a good thing for him. Absolutely. Because it gives him time to get back into football shape. And and I don't see him leaving the Rams. I, I really don't. I, I see the Rams re-signing him. The Rams are paying for him with the surgery and everything else. The Rams obviously picked up the bill for all that. Well, uh, yeah. So if they're going to do that, they're going to look at it and say, you know what? Why not re-sign this guy? We'll bring it. We'll put him on the pup list to start the season. They bring him in week seven, eight. See what kind of shape he's in. By the time uh, the trade, uh, trade shit comes around, if they if they're not happy with them, they'll either trade him or just release him. Do they have? If they're the, not happy with his progress, money? huh? Is he gonna want a lot of money. That's well, what problem. do you mean? I, I I mean, it's up. What do you think? Do they have? What money? do you think? To take they can that, restructure take guys. Let's say everybody else is restructuring. They can do it too. Correct. And they, they had if the Saints restructured forty five million in the hole, anybody can restructure. Absolutely. And I don't wow. think I don't think the money thing will be an issue with Beckham. No. I mean, you have to figure in the last three years, he's been effective for a half a season. Right. So, and now he's coming off of his second ACL tear in the same that's leg. Why, that's why I'm saying I still think he's going to re-sign with the Rams. They'll put him on the pup list. They'll let him rehab the whole year, bring him in about week seven or eight, work him in slowly to get him back into shape. They, that's basically what he did. Right. That's what he did in Cleveland. When, they got, when he got traded to the Rams, that's what he did. He rehabbed all the way up to then. This guy goes to the Rams and was utterly explosive. Yep. He, he was yeah. back to his old self. So I don't think I don't see him going anywhere. It'd be cool. And yeah. as far as yeah. Julio Jones goes, Julio Jones is going to either go to to somebody that's a top tier team. If he doesn't go to Tampa, he might wind up in Kansas City. He might wind up in He's Buffalo. He's going to join Odo. We don't know. Yeah. Might wind up in Buffalo. You don't know. Well, there's Buffalo all- signing everybody else. One place I think would be really interesting, and I saw a couple of tweets about this, Frisco. Could be. That could damn well be. Because they don't really have that big body guy outside of George Kittle. Uh, they have Debo. He's no small guy. Yeah, but this is the whole thing. You don't Debo, imagine Ayuk, if you have Ayuk Debo. is not a tiny guy. Yeah, that's true. They're about the same guy, really. Him and Ayuk are probably the same guy, but Ayuk's a little bit faster than he is now. Yeah. Because he's obviously lost a step. He's not that dominant guy he was five years ago. Right. I think it's all going to come down to money with both him and Odell. I do too. Like, I do too. If they're willing to take the pay cut and go somewhere and play, right. then I think they'll be on a team. If not... Julio's going to want to pay for a championship. He doesn't want to go to a rebuild. That's true. I just don't see that. But yeah, OBJ's got the ring now, so... It'll be interesting because those are two big names and we really don't know anything about right. them yet. As far as the defensive side of the ball goes, pretty much our favorite defensive player, if not one of them, Vaughn Miller, or should I say Vaughn Biller. Anyway. <laughs> signs with the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Six years, $120 million. There's a ton of speculation on what he was going to do. He'll never live up to that contract. It'll it'll never happen. See, you're just being a hater right now. I, I'm not trying to be. Hey, I love Vaughn. Right. So why? I mean, what I makes you Vaughn think he's Miller. never going to live up? I to don't that? see him playing another six years in the league. I don't either. But either way, I see I see him retiring before that. 
If if he gives you four effective years, Shane, if he gives him two effective years and two Super Bowls, what none of that's going to matter. Correct. I, I see him going off into the sunset. He wins a Super Bowl in Buffalo. He's out. Well, he's I, already I got him retiring. Yeah. He has two rings already. Correct. So if he can and a third ring on three different teams, right? Oh, so I would be like goodbye. He is the first defensive player ever to sign two contracts worth more than $100 million yeah. in a career. That should tell you That's what kind of player nowadays. he is. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's a Super Bowl MVP. Absolutely. Vaughn Miller instills fear in the quarterback, every quarterback he plays. So I think Buffalo, a team that is contending for a Super Bowl, and it's a lot of people's favorites to win the Super Bowl, this was a great signing for them. Ton of speculation that he was going to go back to Denver after he posted the picture of himself in his old Broncos uniform saying, can I have my old locker back? It was. Yeah, why would you? I don't know. Why would you do something like that if you're not even going to? Well, I I, personally, I, I truly think he was try, trying to court them to get him to re-sign him again. I agree. I yeah. I agree. After, after, the, after he heard Russell Wilson was going there, I'm oh, sure yeah, he wanted yeah, to go there. I'm sure yeah, he wanted okay. to go back. And I yeah. think that Denver wanted to go in a different direction because. They're obviously going to go younger. They're not. Right. They're not going to pay this guy a hundred million dollars. It's not going to happen. Let's it's not going to happen. Let's face it. If Randy Gregory can be 70 percent of what Vaughn Miller was for the price, they look like geniuses for not signing Miller. Randy Gregory had a really good year last year. I know. In a contract year, that's why he's where he's at now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that Denver's made a lot of smart moves like that, not signing these big-name older guys yeah, you because they're what? saving money. I, I Free agency right now, this is the time when when you should be completing, getting your team, getting the holes. You already got your plan of what you're going to do in the draft. This is the time you fill in the holes of your team. That's what, the, that's what free agency is. Right, and Buffalo's a very complete team, so adding a guy like Vaughn Miller – they needed that. Cherry on top. Up, yeah. they, they, need, they needed a pass rusher. Yes, and that's they really a, did. That's a great addition for them. And at the end of the day, if he even wins you a game, a season, right. he's worth the money. Because Buffalo, it's gonna you're going to be splitting hairs, right? See, they got a bunch of young guys there and nobody to really guide them, well, especially on the defensive line. If you want to talk veteran leadership. Espinenza, he's a young guy. Right. He's he's. He's not explosive like Vaughn Miller. No. There's Vaughn Miller might be able to teach these guys some tricks. I Absolutely. mean, Jerry Hughes is getting older. Right. I, I mean, he's not what he was five years ago. He'll be a good leader for that defense. Absolutely. And you know and what? And he'll be effective. He he'll will be, be effective. Big time effective. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ed Oliver's a monster. Right. He's going to a good situation. I agree. I agree. Buffalo. Better watch out I mean, for shit, he's already He's better watch team out that's already Buffalo. going to the Super Bowl, basically. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I think you're going to have a Buccaneers-Bills Super Bowl next year. Way too early. Sound the alarm. Hot fucking take. Hot take. Hot but I'm going to say, Calling I right think here. it's going to be, write this down, right March 17th. I think it's going to be Buffalo-Tampa. Uh, Bruce begs to differ on that. He, he believes it'll be Buffalo and the Rams. Well. No, I told you. I, I, hey, you, you want they to, won the Super Bowl. I'm all on Lions train now. Anyway. Uh, forward down the field. I'm not uh, even going to say that. forward down the shit. And some other Bills news. A longtime fan favorite of the Buffalo Bills, wide receiver Cole Beasley, unfortunately, oh, has been Christ. cut. Cole Beasley. You know where Cole Beasley needs to be? 
needs to be hanging out with high school Anzalone, and they both need to go to the high school bleachers, sit on there, and just wave to people. That's all they need to do. Jesus Christ, Cole Beasley. Cole. Can't, believe, can't believe we're talking about fucking Cole Beasley. Well, listen. His name is cool. Cole That's Beasley. about it. At the end of the day, Cole Beasley is a fan favorite. Every year, he's the fantasy guy who gets added and dropped 37 oh, times. Christ. That is true. You know what that I mean? That is true. If you need to put Cordell Patterson used to be like that. Right. You used to make fun of me for drafting Cordell Patterson well, every year. Guess what? This is the first year he's been worth it, so I guess every blind squirrel <laughs> finds a nut every once in a while. Area. But Cole Beasley, I think, still could be somewhat effective if he's put in the right situation. Well, here's the thing. It might be uh, the end of the road. He's a slot guy. Yeah. That's all he is. Yeah. And uh, you know what? There's a lot of guys out there that are better than he is. He's Danny yeah. Amendola. He's pretty consistent. Yeah, he's Danny Amendola. Yeah, Amendola, I'd give Amendola's Amendola better. even better, is yeah, better than he absolutely. is. He's the old Braxton right. Berrios. He's Listen, the old he's, guy version of he's Braxton He's nowhere Berrios. near Braxton Berrios. I've watched Braxton Berrios dominate top guys in this league. Yes, Braxton Berrios. That's Ooh. my guy right there. Another linebacker that we're a big fan of that we were hoping to get here in Detroit Former Jags linebacker Miles yeah, Jack. I don't know what the hell happened with that? Jesus Christ. He is what supposedly finalizing frick? a deal to go to the Steelers. <laughs> what that meant for the Steelers? Longtime Steeler Joe Schobert. Cut. Well, they went younger. It's not it's not rocket science. No. He's better than him anyway. Right. Jack is better than him. Now, you know, I'm gonna tell you something. What's his name's been a little underachieving over there? Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Yeah, he's been a little underachieving over there, man. He's not as good as I thought he was going to be. Well, the hype on him was incredible coming in. I know. You know he, he was, was supposed to drafted. be the next Jack Lambert. You guys all remember who he is, right? This is the second Jack Lambert. This is the second episode this month you brought up Jack, Jack Lambert. Lambert. So, what's why are you looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about, Bruce? Jack Lambert. There's Uncle Sam's 40-year flashback of the day. What? Cricket, cricket. Cricket, cricket. What, Anyways, what's Somebody wake him up. Uh, I'm we, trying to find out who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Jack Lambert. We just talked about him last last week. It was last week. We wanted the Lions to take the shot at Miles Jack because they don't really have anybody over the middle. Like you said, the Steelers already have Devin Bush over the middle. Why sign a guy like Miles Jack? Obviously, it's never bad to have two well, solid middle linebackers. They're at three, four. They need two inside guys. See, there's Ooh. been a problem with the Lions, it is though, because they have they've made one fucking one decision on Ooh. free agency. Well, Ooh. no, that's the not true. The Lions. No, the no Lions. he's talking about the Lions that they've pretty. Everyone's much, been no, saying they're just resigning all the guys that were here last year. They you know did. what that is? That's a shit show. It, yeah. That's well, a that's a fucking shit show. They had the biggest signing of the day the other day, signing quarterback Tim Boyle, and they had another God. huge signing today. They re-signed quarterback David Blau. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I got eyes, dude. I'm gonna throw stomachache. Right no stomachache. No, hey, hey, listen. I, I'm not. I'm not questioning what they're trying to do. I see what they're trying to do. They're just bringing these guys back on a couple year contracts. You know what they're doing with them, right? This is what's what builds depth on your teams. So does Charles Harris steal the high school Anzalones? All this, all these guys, all they are is a couple year guys. They're your role player guys, and I get it. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to yeah, save their money have, to really you sign sign a wide receiver that is literally saying that he wants his former teammate. 
Well, that, that play tells here. you how much he liked his former teammate. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. like that tells you how much pull he got. Zero. Okay, so it's what it is. It is what it is. Might I just come don't back agree to bite him in the ass. With with you got a team that won three games last year. They should have won at least five to seven games last year. Okay, so if they win three more games Thanks, this year and they win six games this year, it's like does that really, really? surprise you with what they've done in free agency. It won't. No. It won't. The New York Jets went out and grabbed another tight end today after picking up C.J. Uzama yesterday. They signed former Vikings tight end Tyler Conklin. They're serious. They're serious. The Jets are serious about improving their team. Yep. You know, Conklin wasn't always the biggest name out there, but I love pairing him up. That that offense predicates around the two tight ends. Yeah. Their offense is a lot like New England's. It predicates around the tight ends. Right. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. Now, I love I those love two that. together. I love that pick. Those two together, pick. CJ Uzama I, I think and that Tyler could be a, a tandem to watch out for. Them. I agree. I really do. I agree. Those are two big guys who are great pass catchers. I, I, lo- I love it's that. It's the Jets. I love that. Okay. And by the way, you know, the Lions, uh, Jared Reeves may have been – Actually signed a contract with the Houston Texans, and and I I actually like Maven. Wait, what? He signed a contract with the Houston Texans. Uncle Sam's breaking so he's news gone. here. The only guy I liked off the team last year is gone. <laughs> I almost just shit my pants. Yeah. Well, he's gone. What the fuck? He signed a contract with the Texans. Yeah, you signed so, Anzalone. I don't understand why. You bring back high school Anzalone and let the only guy that actually Dan Camp what was Dan Campbell's uh little take on Jared Reeves Maven? He was the only guy out there playing hard in the sea of trash. Isn't that what he said? And you let him walk. I I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I like Dan Campbell. We've already been through that. What the But you God. know what? I, I just Excuse I my I don't French, know. But God bless hell. Maven. God bless Give him hell. Reeves Maben. Give him hell. Good for him. Good for him. Hopefully he does well. Hopefully he does well there. He was a captain I think he here. Will. He was. He was a captain here. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh That kind of surprises me that he would just I, I it, it worries me and surprises me at the same time. Listen, all the players love Dan Campbell. Yeah. All the guys on the Lions team, all the players love Dan Campbell. Well, yeah, the Lions. And that's surprising. Reeves. But the Maben, Lions will miss him in the locker room. Anzalone. Absolutely, dude. Listen, he's your captain. I don't dude. even got to think about it. He's that. your captain. He had 82 tackles I know last the answer. Year. Yeah. Maben, Anzalone. Right there. What the fuck? Well, you know that Dan Campbell was with Anzalone in New Orleans as well, so he's probably got a hard on for him, but. Listen, I like Anzalone, but holy hell, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, staying in the NFC North, the Bears lost a couple of guys today. They released running back Tariq Cohen. Oh, okay. So another running back available now, and linebacker Danny Trevathan. Trevathan's getting older. Yeah, it, it you got was Roquan time. got Smith over there. Yeah. You got to get another guy in it there that can, that can wreak havoc like right. he does. But the Tariq Cohen cut? Kind well, of you know what, Tariq me. Cohen, I, I'm going to tell you something about him, dude. You want to know what he is? He's a goddamn punt returner and a kick returner. He's not a, he's not a, he's not your, he's a third down back that can't stay healthy. So guess what? Move on, dude. Don't pay that guy any kind of money. 
I'd send him to the street too. He's Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. <laughs> well, talking about another... a signed ball by him, by the way. I'm sorry. Speaking of punt return, kick returners, the Bears, former Pro Bowler Jakeem Grant, has signed with the Cleveland Browns on a three-year, thirteen million dollar deal, which is a lot of money for him. But he was acquired midway through the year last year by Chicago and had 740 return yards. Guys, the guy's sick. He is when probably, he was with Miami, he was a monster. Yeah, player. he's probably the best returner he's a, out there right probably now. Probably one of the best return guys in the league, period. Yeah. Barnett. He's that good. Yeah. That was I would say he is either him or Tariq Hill. I mean, I they're, mean they're they're both fast. The Tariq Hill don't even return that many kickoffs anymore. I know right? he does punts. But yeah. Once in a while. He's a good signing if you're going to use him for what he's made for. Well, that's what he's going to be made yeah. for. The yeah. Bears tried to make him into a receiver last year. And well, I, I mean, you don't want to do that. It's him and Allen Robinson. Who would you? That's who true. would you pick? I'd pick Grant over him. <laughs> Another one of our favorite names, Chandler Jones. Love Chandler Jones. Signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. Three love years, fifty-two and a half million dollars. Love it. I love this move. You got him on one side. You got Mad Max on the other side. They're going to be formidable. You have to account for these guys. The Raiders' defensive line just upgraded big time. Well, with that move, signing Chandler Jones, they traded away Yannick Ngakwe for cornerback Rocky Sin. So Ngakwe going to Indianapolis, and the Raiders brought in Chandler Jones, which I think is a pretty sizable upgrade. Ngakwe is good, but Chandler Jones is a game changer. See, Ngakwe wasn't good last year. I thought he was going to tear it up on that. He just he just couldn't. No, he his best years level. so far have definitely been in Jacksonville. Yeah. But that's a huge jump for them. Yeah, and you know they locked Max Crosby up long term. Right. So there's your this, this future. Chandler Jones thing is huge. Yep, it's huge for the Raiders. The Raiders defense is going to be feared this year coming because that's that's no BS right there. They're very good up front. They got two good young tackles, and now you send you sign this guy to go into that rotation. My God! So leaving Arizona and going to Oakland uh, leaves a pretty good size hole for the Cardinals, who also lost linebacker Jordan Hicks. Hicks signs a deal with the Vikings. You know what that does? That leaves Anthony Barr outside looking in. Well, no, it doesn't, because they announced today that they're officially shopping Everson Griffin. Ooh. Okay. So making some moves on that well, defense. Well, Everson Griffin's old, and I don't think they're going to get any. I don't think. I him. think he's going to end up getting cut, especially after yeah. his yeah, I, I don't, issues, we'll say, this year. Yeah, I, he's scary. Yeah. Like I so said, I think he'll be gone. And I tell you, he's the one that shot Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. But that Vikings defense is old. Yeah. So they, they, they need to revamp their defense. Yeah, it's time. Uh, Hicks is an upgrade there, big time. Absolutely. They'll have a nice. They'll have a nice linebacker core there now, and I, I don't. I don't think Arizona's really losing that much. Arizona's got some good young linebackers. They they got good young yeah. players. That's what. That's why you see half these guys leaving, right? Because they know they're going to be replaced by guys that are a lot younger than them. And that's big money for Chandler Jones. Three years, yes. sixty-two and a half million. I mean, I don't think Arizona wanted to take on that contract. No. So Simmons Simmons is going to Simmons moved into that spot anyway where Hicks is at. So, that's... And if you're the Raiders, you need that. You have Khalil Mack in division now. 
You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you're gonna they have need to get to, step to the quarterback. Up. You have yeah, to get Khalil to the quarterback. Mack and and Bosa. Right. <laughs> you have to get to the quarterback. If you or you're don't, be if you don't upgrade that defensive line, and see, this is the Achilles heel of the uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Kansas City Chiefs without uh, Chris Jones, the defensive tackle there, and without Frank Clark, they're very beatable. Very beatable. Because they don't have the guns to match up with these other teams. Yeah, they're not so much a powerhouse going into this year. Huh? The Chiefs aren't that much of a powerhouse going into this well, year. Well, not defensively. The question not like mark, these other teams well, are. Every year the question marks for the Chiefs is their defense. But they right. restructured Frank Clark today. So his cap number's down from $13.7 million, which freed up $12 million in cap right, space for right. the Chiefs. Shout that was very important. Very but they, important. they need Shout they out to need Mike to Dana. An animal. They need to do something in this draft or pick up a free agent. Well, they do have a couple young guys there. You love Nick Bolton. He's a linebacker. They need to upgrade their defensive line. Well, who knows? You can't, you can't just send your linebackers every play. I unless you're Dallas and you see what happened to them. And uh Bandon Ball. You got you they they need to listen, this upcoming draft has a lot of pass rushers. Don't be surprised if they take pass rusher with that first pick that they're gonna have. Well, they do have a great young guy and former pilot, defensive end Mike Dana, who came on towards the end of last year, and I think he's gonna have a big year this year. You heard it here first. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He's a friend oh, of the take. show. Hot friend take. of the show, hot okay. take, friend of the show, Mike Dana for the Pro Bowl this year. He'll make the Pro Bowl great again. The Commanders release a couple big names in Landon Collins and Matt Ionitis. Ionitis is one of the most steady guys I've ever Eight seen. Eight-time Pro Bowler. That, that that guy, obviously he's getting long in the tooth and they want to go. Well, you still got, they still got two monster defensive Absolutely. tackles there. Yeah, the line's not Deron really. Payne and Deron Their defensive Payne. line's not going to be missing. Their defensive much. line yeah, is. No. Not their problem. That's the strength of their team. That guy was just a uh, – actually, he was just a rotational guy. He was yeah, a rotational guy. At this point in his guy. career, yeah. yeah. He, he, I could see him retiring realistically. So, But yeah. a couple big names there. Landon Collins back out as a free agent now. Yeah. God knows somebody will probably sign well, him to a two-year, I mean, $100 million you know, deal. No, listen, somebody's going to sign Landon Collins. Absolutely. There's yeah. no way he's going to be out on Agreed. the street. He won't be out long either. I think no. he'll go pretty quick. No, it's – and it, I, I believe this time Collins will go somewhere where they're a contender. I don't, Absolutely. I don't see him going to a rebuild. He's done chasing the bag. Unless it's for money, I don't see him going to a rebuild. I think, I think he's done chasing the bag. He's been yeah. paid very well. Yes. Very well. Uh, in some trade news, Tom Brady gets a familiar face on his offensive line. The New England Patriots trade offensive lineman Shaq Mason to the Buccaneers for a fifth round pick. Oh, shit. They need it. They have to protect him. They have to protect him. They have to. And you got a guy with who's Ryan Jensen's with back. Him. They get some familiarity getting Shaq Mason in there. Shaq Mason, as they know, Patriots every year try and move on from him, and they finally do. Finally. Finally. They've been moving on for him for four years. Yep. And they finally and they finally did it. I honestly think Brady had something to do with that. Probably, well, I, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. listen to me. Why would they take him if Brady didn't say that? So it's obvious what he's doing. Listen, Tom Brady should be a GM. He gets guys to fucking come and sign with your team better than fucking GMs do. Well, he should be the fucking GM. Speaking of that, and going 
back to what we talked about earlier. And that's what he was doing anyway, because, you know, when he was uh, trying to pad his team, once again, he's just, he's on the verge of being in a school of Pete Carroll, the scumbag. Yeah, we're just going to ignore that because I feel like getting <laughs> heated today. But uh, I got another tweet notification that he is actively recruiting Julio Jones. So It doesn't surprise me. Um, <sighs> And we reported it. the other day that the Buccaneers franchise tagged Chris Godwin. And all That's that not true. They resigned. Well, they originally tagged him, and eight days later, which was yesterday, they locked him up long term, three years, sixty million, forty million, fully guaranteed. And I'm sure Tom Brady is the one who put that package together. Absolutely. For him. And at the end of the day, <laughs> love it. They need him. Yeah. Godwin's top tier. You heard they it here first. Him. Tom Brady is the best GM in pro football. Well, speaking of Tom Brady's general manager skills, Gronk announced today that he will be back with the team. Well, we already knew that. Deal. Gronk wasn't going any. Listen, Gronk isn't going anywhere. No. And He's you not. know what? Gronk will play in probably 12 games this year. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Totally. They don't need him. Well, well, they might need him now that O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard signed with the Bills. Correct. So that's even more another scary Buffalo signing. To, to, Dawson Knox and, and oh my god, and him together—that'll be sick. That will be beautiful. Again, I I actually like yeah. Buff, Bills Buffalo, Bucks, Buffalo's Bills Bucks not Super Bowl. playing around, man. They are point in serious Rocks, mode man. to make some noise, big time. Oh yeah, yeah. AFC better look out. Getting away from free agency for a quick second here, I wanted to touch on a couple rule change proposals. So everybody has issues with the way NFL overtime works. Number one, ties fucking suck. Nobody wants to see a tie. No. Nobody, Nobody wants to agreed. see a tie. That was awful last year. Awful. Agreed. And at the same time, nobody wants to feel like a game's decided on a coin flip. The Chiefs-Bills game, they went bullshit. back and forth, fought it out the entire fucking game. Coin flips, Chiefs get the ball, they go down there and score, game ends. I'm not a fan of that. I get it. You want your defense to step up. But when you're in a game like that where every team is scoring on every possession, I think it's unfair that the other team doesn't at least get give them the chance. So now we have two new options well, proposed by three teams. The Colts and Eagles brought up a proposition that allows both teams to possess the ball in overtime. Essentially means you go back and forth. You score, they score. You score, they don't. You win. It goes back and forth. Each most. team it's, gets the it's ball. Based, that was the old rules. Correct. But the only difference is you have to score touchdowns instead of field goals. Right. I, I don't have an issue with that. I, I, I would rather see them go back to the way it used to be. I, I don't have a problem with the first team that scores a touchdown wins the game. I don't want to see a tie. Well, I agree. Ties are garbage. But I feel like the other team should still get a chance to score. Just because you go out and score a touchdown – does not necessarily mean you That's, should win. Listen to me. The it game. used to be where, hey, first person that got the ball and scored, period, field goal or touchdown, won the game. And 99% of the time, you just got the ball to the 40 kick and field goal and you're done. So the you other team has to have a chance to come And the back other team doesn't even get a possession. Right. Where now, both teams saying, should be given a possession at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, both teams, well, I think the rule. Well, of the touchdown. So the Titans proposed this option, which I'm actually a huge fan of, and it would speed the game up so you just don't have back-and-forth scoring, but allow both teams the opportunity to possess the ball unless the team who possesses the ball first 
scores a touchdown, and gets the two-point conversion. Why do I love this? One, if you can get the ball, move down the field, score, and get a two-point conversion, you found a flaw in, their, in the opposing team's defense, and they deserve it to lose. That's the deal. Two, if you go down, score, attempt that two-point conversion, and don't get it, the other team you risked it all. No, they I, get a I, shot. I actually like that. And all like they need that. is I'm the extra point to win I like the game. That. I, I, I like that. that. Yeah, because the way these guys kick extra points now. Right. It'll just go back show. and forth forever. I love. Hey, that was one of the best rule changes was pushing the extra point back. I agree. How many games did you see affected by that this year alone? Oh. There I had mean, to be like 15 games that were yeah, affected by games Absolutely. Like yeah. I love this because I it brings coaching into it too. Yes, the way absolutely. it is now, the coin flip determines it. But now you as a coach have to make that decision. Okay, I got the ball first. I scored. Do I play it safe, kick that extra point, give them a chance, and hope my defense stops them? Right. Or do I go for two, try to win the game, and if I miss, they don't have to go for that two. All they Correct. need is a touchdown and a PAT to win the game. I love that. I it's, do too. It gives both teams a fair shot. It makes you be a better coach because you have to make the decision ultimately how much you trust your defense. Right. And it really, really, really makes you go deep into that playbook because not only do you have to get a touchdown, if you want to win outright, you need to get that two-point conversion. I love that. I like I like it. There needs to be more I, I like it. behind this. I, I I I hated last year with these ties. Yeah, the ties they need to do so away with the tie. Stupid. I'd rather them see do that. You know how they do in hockey after coming oh, to I'd a certain rather, point. You know what I'd rather see? Do Go to college rules then. Take the ball at the 25-yard line. Keep going until somebody doesn't score, and then you're out. That or you want to know? I actually read something. I know it was more of a joke than anything else. You know how the NHL does a shootout? Yeah. Have a kickoff. Kickoff. Yeah. Keep kickoff. the ball back <laughs> out. Yeah. Whoever Kick can out. whoever can hit a sixty-yard yeah. field goal wins the yeah. fucking game by. Keep three. going back. Keep going yep. back five yards. Keep backing yeah. them up. Wow. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Whoever's got Justin Tucker's got the advantage there. Huh? Make yeah. it more Shit. interesting. God. Make it more interesting. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tipped Balls, TikTok at Tipped Balls Podcast. We are coming to you every week at midnight on Friday, which is pretty much Thursday night. Join us next week as we get back into our draft talk with Uncle Sam. And we ask Bruce, we ask the tugboat some questions. You'll learn a lot about the tugboat next week. We hope you enjoyed this crazy week in all three episodes. And guess what? You'll hear from us again next week. Am I perfect?